0: Tonight, I want us to consider briefly the people that change a nation. Sometimes we get frustrated with what we see. And so, you know, our nation's never going to be the same it was last fall. And I think it's important that we just kind of stop and recognize that. Because once we recognize that things are never going to be the same, now we can begin addressing what is happening here in the world around us. Things that have happened will never be undone. I got to thinking, who are the people that are impacting our lives? Have they done a good job? On Sunday, I mentioned the impact of Lemuel's mom that she had on him. You know, it's interesting that not so much is said about Lemuel's dad. If this is in fact Solomon, we would know that would be David. But isn't it interesting that Lemuel, Solomon, doesn't talk about his dad here? For how great a king he was the one who really impacted him the one who Lemuel remembered was his mom I just mentioned that because you know sometimes the homes we grow up in maybe one parent isn't as strong as the other parent and then the parent who is trying really hard begins to get discouraged and say what's the use I just want to encourage you what you do really does matter you see, what we teach our children will not only shape their lives, but will shape the people who they impact. There are familiar, many familiar words from a mom. I was thinking about bits of wisdom that are kind of encapsulated in a short phrase, such as, money doesn't grow on trees. Or, don't make that face or it'll freeze in that position. <laughs> or maybe, be careful, don't run with a sticker, it'll put your eye out. Or if everyone jumped off a cliff, would you do it too close that door were you born in a barn don't put that in your mouth you don't know where that's been be careful what you what you wish for it may be true if I've told you once I've told you a thousand times if you fall out of that tree and break your leg don't come running to me tonight I just want to pause for a moment and encourage you to think about the impact we have on our children what do you want your home to be like what do you want your children to take away from living under your roof now for us tonight most of us are grandparents or parents that have children that have moved out of the home but you know what's interesting It doesn't, our influence doesn't stop when they go away and they move out of the house. So for those of us here, I just want to encourage you with what we read in scripture. And for those of you who are watching the streaming and for some who are gonna be listening to this quite a bit later, people that change a nation come from homes. And we look at these people that are on television. We look at these people that are impacting us. We look at our president. And I want to challenge you with this thought, and that is somebody influenced those people. You know, years ago, I was challenged by a friend to write down our home purpose. I'd like to challenge each of you to do that. Even now, you say, well, our children are out of the home. What's your goal for your home right now? What do you want to see developed in the lives of the people that come into your home our home purpose that and and it's a very simple home purpose that probably could have been fleshed out even more but this is just a short paragraph was this the purpose of our home is to lead our children to personally know love and serve the Lord by creating A joyful home environment where God is honored people are loved sin is addressed with mercy and truth and all are encouraged to do their best for the glory of God and we stop and we think about that okay so how can I help my children to get to know love and serve the Lord how can I create a joyful environment in my home that they want to be in where God is honored, people are loved, sin is addressed with mercy and truth, and everyone is encouraged to do their best for the glory of God. Now you may say, well, that wouldn't be what I would write down. No, probably not. That's why I would encourage you, stop and think, what do you want to accomplish in your home? My, my concern is that often we just do things by default. We do it without really thinking about why we're doing what we're doing. We've just always done it that way. So where did these people who have impacted our nation come from? What impacted the way they thought, the way they think? You know, even when we get saved, we often return to our default way of living unless we are intentionally following God's word. People who change a nation. So we come back to Proverbs chapter 31 and I just wanna give you a couple thoughts here as we begin in verse one. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What my son and what the son of my womb and what the son of my vows Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It's not for kings, O Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Lest they drink and forget the law, and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction open thy mouth judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy so there's two keys really here that I just want to encourage you with whether it be with your children people that come into your home um, having an impact in them and, and the two things that he said these are things my mom taught me first of all pick your passions carefully pick your passions carefully what are the things that you are just going to invest your life in? what are the things that you're going to be passionate about what will you give your strength to you know all of us get busy doing things and we have jobs and we have hobbies and we have distractions and they're all good things it's fun to play sports it's fun to go out and enjoy nature it's fun to go hiking it's fun to do these different things but the question we always have to come back to is not saying those are bad things but what will be my passion what will be the thing that drives me here Solomon's mom said be very careful that you don't let women become your focal point. There's nothing wrong with the opposite sex. Let's pause for just a moment and remember, God let Adam see how lonely he was, and then he said, I will make a helper suitable for him. And you remember Adam's response? It was the wow factor. He said, wow, this is what I've been looking for. You see, Satan takes what God gives, and then Satan tries to make it look like this is something he thought of. The most wonderful gift you can receive is a spouse, a partner. Not everyone has one. But if you do have one, that's a wonderful thing. But he's saying, beware of this. He said, we... uh, He said, my my mom taught me to say, be careful. You know, there's nothing wrong with looking for the right person. Remember, verses 10 and below in this chapter, what's going to happen? He's going to tell you the kind of person you should be. That's what we looked at on Sunday. Proverbs chapter 7 warns, he says, beware of wrong relationships with women because it will destroy you. Beware of wrong relationships, not just with women, but women and men, both of us. We always have to keep in mind, beware, because wrong relationships can destroy you. And it would be easy to get fascinated with women. In our society today, I don't mean to be crass, but in our society today, sex drives just about everything that happens, whether it is selling shampoo, Or whether it is the jokes on a movie or whether it is um, magazines you see what Satan has done he's taken the good thing that God's given but then he's created it into a distraction and his mom said be very careful be very careful first of all that you pick your passions carefully you see the issue he's addressing here is the issue of lust Of looking at ladies as entertainment and not as people someone's wife someone's daughter someone's mother and we see that you know this the whole me too movement is because we have not listened and taught our children the importance of not being distracted and we've allowed our passions to become something that's sinful he says beware of um of women of making them your passion he says beware of wicked pursuits the second part of verse three those who would destroy or distract you that could be women it could be other other people who are trying to distract you from your life goal and then he talks about wine in verses four through seven here would be another distraction you see Wine can impair your work, according to verse 5, and wine can impair your memory, according to verse 5. Again, we look at, in our society, and and we want to draw straw, we want to draw sides and say, look, well, you can't do this. Well, yes, I can. I have the freedom to do this. And what was Solomon saying? He said, do you want to be a leader? Don't let yourself be impaired by not being able to think clearly. Then he says, pick your projects or people carefully he said pick your passions carefully but pick your projects or your people carefully he's saying work for the benefit of others live your life for others not for yourself imagine how that would have impacted um, many of the problems on the stock market if people were not only living for themselves but they were living for others it's good to make money It's good to be able to do things, but never at the expense of other people. So here was a son that was going to impact a whole nation and his mom was saying, son, remember, it's not about you. It's about helping others. First of all, for those who need help, reach out and help them. And then for those who can't help themselves. As we were talking before the service thinking, I'm just tired of quarantine I'm tired of this and I'm so thankful we live in a wonderful state really where people have used a lot of common sense and we've just been careful and therefore we're really we've not suffered like others have suffered but I was reading today I was listening today uh, some news articles of people who are in refugee camps and how closely everyone is together and how things are spreading so rapidly my heart goes out to them People are hurting. Lemuel's mom said, beware of those who need, be a, pay attention to those who need help and pay attention to those who can't help themselves. So I come back to this question. What do you still want to accomplish with your family? You know, I, I'm excited that my children, many of my children are out of the home. I'm excited that I still have one in the home. But as a family, what do we want to accomplish? What's still important to us? Can I encourage you with this do it now whatever you think is really important with your children no matter what age they are just do it now talk about what's important to you don't let yourself be distracted from the main thing what are you what am I making the default for our children for those of you who aren't in the parent role Can I ask you this question, what do you want to accomplish in life? Don't fill your life with useless games. Don't fill your life with that which is trivial. Enjoy sports, enjoy games, enjoy the different things, but always remember what your priority is, what your passion is. God puts us here to be visible and useful. God wants us to demonstrate his message to the world. One of the things we always want to encourage each other and remind each other and that is you're here on purpose. Don't lose sight of that. I think what all of us have learned through this whole process is sometimes we would say, well, I'm homebound, there's nothing I can do. You know what, everyone's been homebound for the last three months. And all of a sudden we begin realizing and we still communicated, we used the phone, we did video chatting, we did Zoom, we've done texting, we've done all kinds of things and we could impact each other even though we were separated. Don't think that because you're stuck at home that you can't really impact others. You only have one life. Live it so that it matters. Remember the song I have decided to follow Jesus and it just repeats itself. I have decided to follow Jesus i have decided to follow jesus i have decided to follow jesus no turning back no turning back another verse is the world behind me the cross before me the world behind me the cross before me no turning back though no one join me still I will follow no turning back never underestimate your influence in the life of your family people that change a nation I may not be that person but I may parent that person or I may grandparent that person If all of these different people we're seeing in the news are in positions of authority and power, is there any reason why Christians can't be in those positions and really impact our nation for good? Don't lose heart.